Everybody, get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo, Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Love Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, uh, RUScreening.com's own Mark. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And I think we actually don't have any technical difficulties this week, except we I have to throw know. out, we still can't take call. Right. But, you know what's really funny? <laughs> I, I, if I had known, and I'm sorry to interrupt your butt, if I had known or you had known early on that if we had just said, we can't take any calls... Then we would have got, would, all of a sudden we, people would show up. We can't take right? calls. We get callers, and there were weeks we wanted callers. So you know, know. we can't take emails. We can't take right, your right. calls. We can't take no your money. No money. So uh, yeah, there you make go. no donations to right. Shane Leonard. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but that's weird, yeah, right? So like, we, we, I know it is. It, it, uh, all it's, of a sudden people want to call in, but we can't take really we can't take calls this week. But you know, this is the week that who knows if we would do anything. Anyway, we wouldn't have time to work with. Right. We have a lot of stuff to do this week. This is our best and worst list week, and hopefully you know that because you tuned in and something said best and worst. worst. So we are going to take you through what we think are the best and the worst movies of the year. (laughs) Shane's already I'm cracking up. I think this is going to be great. And uh, if you've been listening to us for a while, uh, you know that I have been putting off a few emails that were directly related to To this best and worst list. Right. So we're going to get to those really quick. Uh, then I think we'll do the worst first and then do the best. I wasn't that sure that what will you hold wanted. on the hold the suspense okay. for the best, right? I, then I expect. Pe- otherwise, people will find out the best and maybe they don't care what the worst is. Although I can't wait to hear the worst, actually. I'm more interested in the worst than your best at this point. It's funny, too, because when I was putting the, the list together, right? Yeah. And, I, and, and <clears throat> I, as everyone knows who listens, uh, and no shocker. Am opposed to lists and hate lists and can't. I, I'm just not good at putting them together. And when I have the best list, you know, I will every year I will get down to uh, usually like number one, number two, and three are like fairly easy to do and stuff. And right. then you get down to like nine through fifteen or something, yeah. and you've got really like depressing drama and some hilarious comedy and some mm-hmm. you know super awesome action movie that actually did a good job and was great and everything and right. then you go now which of those is better and I <laughs> yeah. go well, I don't even know what the yeah. question is I don't know answer that question really so anyway I always have a bunch that are past the 10 yeah right and so as I was putting the list together <laughs> and and I have a lot of movies that were really close to mm-hmm. the 10, you know. Me too. So I have this big list of movies, and I said, I can't even say those first, because that will, like, give everything away yeah. to, just to you. Just, it's yeah, it's not, like, like uh, to the people uh, listening, right? Yeah. No, I know. Um, but then, uh, then I'm doing the worst list, and I thought, I really want to read off my didn't make it 
Just for so us. you will go. Well, those make it. Yeah, we can do that <laughs> because I'm all for that. The funny thing is, we're the exact opposite here. When I get to that crunch of like, right, if only one you and could two, make more lists, right? If that I got would be one good. and two, and I know what probably nine and ten were. Like the real fun for me is, well, where does three through nine go? You know? right. That's well, right, and then and then the question that's even worse or better or whatever, however, however you're yeah. looking at it, right. like, you know, you you throw your list up on the internet uh, mm-hmm. as I do every year, and people comment on it and everything, and then it's like, well, that one that's number six should be, right? Really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, sure. it's how do you decide that? Right. Like. Oh, that was clearly the, you know, no one, that you never see a quote on a DVD that says, <laughs> the sixth best movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> there is one on my best list that I think comes fourth. It might be fifth. And I can tell you why it didn't make second or third. Like, there's a legitimate objectively, reason. Like, there's a strangely legitimate reason for it. And I, when I made the list, I was like, Mark is going to appreciate this because this is how you do it. Right, because you want to, I want to know. Okay, so that actually brings us kind of right into some of the questions, right? Right. Well, the ins and outs, that's actually more fun than the list, because you can tell me what your top ten films are, but I'm going to be like, why did you choose that for number one? Or right. Did you really think right. three was better than seven? Well, and see, that, like, the, that's, the the other thing, that's the other thing, too, is that it's like, if you could do your top ten list in completely random order, <laughs> like, yeah. but I don't have to say that right. this one is third and this one is right. second. You know, anyway, all right. So email, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, we'll jump into a couple emails. So our, the first email, and forgive me, I don't have these, like, word for word, and I'm not going to read the email out, but this one comes to us from Doug in Fort Lauderdale. So that's Doug, cool. And uh, you're from. so I'll, I'll throw that, throw this out again because I just have to all the time. Please send us all your questions, comments, anything you want to say, anything you want us to talk about on the air. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at questions at com, or you can just email uh, Mark Eastman at com. But let us know where you're from because it's great fun to yeah. know where, this where we, people are listening we to say us. Uh, now, his question was, it's actually kind of specifically directed at me, I think. Okay. It sounded Good. like I it. like those. I feel like you are encompassed by it. Except it was more because you're an ankle grabber directly, directly t- towards me, right? All right. And the question was uh, about comparing the movies that you rate and the star ratings, and then best movies, and then picking your top ten list. This came up and, last year, and basically it did, I think. This and came up last year because I called you. I didn't call you out specifically, but I remember putting Ralph on my list. Right. And it was the only films you and I both gave a ten to. All year, right. and I said, I think if a ten shows up, it's got to be on your list somewhere. Like you can argue emotionally why it's not one or whatever, right? And you didn't have it on your list, and you you responded to it, but they right. haven't gotten to that. So and uh, and I think the and that probably happened the, this year too. The question basically is sort of like if we just go through all the reviews that we've done. Right. And you know, is number one. And, and we have and some are rated nine point eight, and some mm-hmm. are rated one. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, all down the line throughout the whole year of movies, can't we just take all those movies and your top ten list falls into line by itself? Right. Except for maybe you know whatever tie. Right. <laughs> if you had you know if you had three movies, you rated ten. Figure out which order you want to put them in. Yeah. But beyond that, is it is it just? Do we just go in line with right, whatever, whatever the right. ratings are, and there's no work at all to the best movies? No. And uh, so, in asking the question, Doug was not saying 
be this way, it shouldn't be this right. way. Right. It's just really legitimately asking the question, why isn't it then, or what's your theory on yeah. why it isn't? And yeah. and so that's his question. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a good question. And it, I can easily, before I kick it to you, I can just say, on my the number three film on my worst, meaning it's worse than ten. The number three film was the worst rating I gave anything all year, but it's not the worst film that I saw. Like, this is going to come into play. And I don't know if your list would be like fun. That. I, you know, I, I just I everything. And I make a quick note just because I'm a, you know, I love lists anyway, and if I'm making a list of the films that we do for the end of the year, lists that I do for all these other things, I, I want that information there. And I was like, that's interesting. This thing almost got a zero and, ten. And, not the worst film. Right. So, but anyway, what's your take on it? Uh, my take on it is that, um, and I think this question actually sort of comes from the fact that I don't know if Doug has been listening to us since day one, or, or if he, he has, or if he went back to things. But it sounds like he actually listened to the show we did a long time ago, where yeah. we kind of explained how we rated things. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, for me, I have a very set idea of where I get my ratings from, mm-hmm. as does everybody else. And uh, mine does not necessarily match up with everybody else's. Yeah. And some people rate movies and come up with their 10-star rating. And what they're doing is trying to put it on a scale of every other movie in the universe. Right. In terms of goodness or right. something like something. that. Yeah. So the only way you can be like a 10-star movie... Uh, you know, on that theory, is to be one of the best movies ever made, right? And if you have more than one ten-star movie in a year, you're probably doing it, or even every other year. Yeah. Who knows? Right. You have to be like the topmost thing that ever happened, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, that's at all how I rate it. Um, right. And I think a good example of this for me, and you know my spoiler alert for some things, right? Like, um, even though this kind of goes against things, but like uh, Oblivion this year, right? So it's a sci-fi movie that right. that spins things in a certain way all by itself, right? And and we both, as we talked about, I think just last week, last week. we both gave it tens. And, yeah. and really the question is, what is it trying to do and how well does it do that? And and then for me, there's another question about whether or not it's a legitimate thing to try to do. Right. <laughs> but in, in the case of really bad movies, usually, right? Right. Um, but like for Oblivion, I think uh, I think what it was trying to do was very cool, and it did it extremely yeah, well. Perfectly, yeah. And and especially in terms of a lot of a lot of the things that go on behind the making of it, right? I mean, it was. It was well directed. It looked really cool. It had good action. It had good dialogue. And uh, the movie making process is another thing as compared to the story. Like, uh, you know, a good example for that is a movie that was fairly popular this year for critics and stuff, but like kind of an indie movie, The Place Beyond the Pines. Yeah. That's the Ryan Gosling one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, in terms of like, uh, you know, if you're a director and someone goes, here's your $8 million, here's the screenplay, right. do this. Right. It, it was then made into a movie awesomely. The story is 
outrageously stupid, and I could hardly even watch it, right? Yeah. But it's got all these really positive elements about it from like a movie-making perspective, but it was horrible. But anyway, Oblivion, despite the fact that it's a 10, that doesn't mean that it's the number one or two movie of right. the year. Right. And a lot of stuff that goes into that for me is, you know, some movies are doing things that are just more interesting to do and end up as a better movie. And and for me, it's one of the reasons that for me to make the list, right? Yeah, I mean, because, right. <laughs> because how do you how do you compare all, all the things that you have to compare one movie to another? Right. There are. Uh, you know, movies that are higher up on my top of the year list mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe have more flaws in some way than Oblivion did, mm -hmm. but what they're trying to do is so much cooler, and yeah. they're kind of getting there, and it's a more interesting, better, you know, it's yeah. similar to books, you know, you could write, yeah. you could write Harry Potter could be an awesome book, maybe, and give it like a 10. Right. But does that mean it's like, you know, the list of best, best books ever <laughs> finds yeah, Harry right. Potter somewhere really high up on the list? I yeah. mean, that's just, yeah. that's basically my take on it. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, that kind of kind of covers stuff. It, it, anyway. It I mean, the show is based on our opinions and we grade our opinions and we adhere those grades, you know, to a product. And, and in a way, it's kind of important to sometimes step back and remind everybody you can listen to that one show we did specifically about how we do it but also sometimes really match up right. if you're just looking at the numbers but right. there are other components involved than just the numbers so yeah. right and like like in the case of of oblivion like i said it's um what a sneaky movie man we did not expect I know, that I know. at all there are you know Leading into, I was going to go a different order with these questions, but uh, kind of leading into a different question that we had uh, is um, we got a question from John in Los Angeles, which cool. was also cool, and he specifically wanted to know our ordering of movies after the top five, uh -huh. and he wanted the difference between me and you on how we come up with that, and. And it's a very tricky question, but one of the things that he mentioned in his question, which actually isn't completely related to his question, was like uh, certain genres. Like, yeah. if the next greatest horror movie ever comes out, and this is exactly related kind of to Oblivion being like sci-fi, which is kind yeah. of in the same <laughs> same problematic area as horror movies, if the when the next greatest horror movie ever comes out... Mm -hmm. Is it going to be in anyone's top ten list for best of the year? And yeah. if it's, it, it seems like it could never be number one. Mm -hmm. And then this kind of swung around in the question to, you know, after you get past the first five, those are the ones where, for the most part, anyway, yeah, uh, everyone's top five movies are made up of like the same six or seven movies yeah. when you're looking at critic lists mm -hmm. that they put their end of the year lists up and yeah. and that's kind of the same thing as like the awards you know we were talking yeah. about that like all the <laughs> award shows there's basically like the same 15 movies that win yeah. everything every year except time. for maybe one thing <laughs> sneaks in with something but right. and <clears throat> and I think to be honest, I think John was a little bit making fun of me because <laughs> because he knows that uh, clearly that between you know the seven movie and the eight movie, mm -hmm. if someone said I think those should be switched, I would 
know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I would have yeah. I would have no way to to yeah. care about that. But uh, for me, the ordering once you get to the top ten, and like I said, the number one movie is almost always really obvious. Yeah, it's rare that I have two movies that I'm going back and forth for the top spot. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, second, third, and fourth and everything. But how do you order it? And as I just said, for me, it almost always comes down to either... Like, I, I just kind of have to figure out if there are some bonus points for the movies. You know, when I'm like between like five and ten. Whatever numbers are... Whatever movies are there in between those numbers. Right. And then I just start thinking about, you know, it's there just is no reason for anything, I think. Yeah. <laughs> at, at that point, it doesn't matter. And like I said, you could have all those five movies could be in five different genres, and they could be just pretty impossible to compare to each other. And for me, it comes down to things like, you know, do I ever want to watch it again? Or, or will I ever? Or am I, like, really interested to see it again? Yeah. And, and how much did I really think about it after the movie? The movie like, how, how much did it really stay with me? And then finally, kind of, what is it trying to do? And is it, is it doing something that's really, you know, like an example this year is uh, Her. Yeah. Because I think it's really trying to do something interesting. Does it really do it or not? That's kind of... But it's got all this really cool stuff that it's trying to say about relationships and how they happen and yeah. love and everything like that and and still manages to be really entertaining. So is it kind of doing something like that? So that's my ordering of the yeah. unorderable. What, what do you got? I... I I subscribe to you yeah, in some way. way. Well, I mean, it's funny. <laughs> we're talking all this time about lists before getting to our lists. But right. I, I think that in some way, I agree with a lot of that. I, I remember years ago where I was surprised that I liked as much as I did. Right. And, it, and it made my list that year. And it was, you know, it was a really high because I had had such a reaction to it. I kept thinking about it afterwards. It's not a perfect movie, but it didn't have to be a perfect movie. It was a perfect Right. Like I was in the right mood to see it, much like we were with a band. Right. The flip side of that is true. Just because it got a ten doesn't mean that it it should necessarily show up just in the same way that the number three worst film of the year isn't actually the worst film right. that I saw that year. So I, think, I think there's a lot of leeway with things, and I think it can. You're making a bizarre case for the third worst movie. Right. It's let's funny. Get, by the, by, the, it. by the time we get to it. that, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, yeah, let's just jump into the list. So first we're going to do worst. This should be good. And uh, to start off with, like I said, I can't let you see my list. So no, this no, is I'm all, not looking. This is all I've got my own list. secrety stuff here. Yeah. But I don't worry. I did want to just rattle off the almost movies that did not make it all right. onto the actual list. Okay. Just, just to get that out of the way. For those, I don't know. Do you have any like I extras? Do. Okay. I do. I have. I call them the just missed. Ah. There's like five or six just missed best and right. worst. So. I have uh, for the movies you don't need to see, or I hated, or whatever qualified them as being movies that wanted to be on my worst list. Right. The Big Wedding. Yeah. The Last Stand. R.I.P.D. Twenty One and Over. The Hangover Three. <laughs> We're the Millers and The Getaway. <laughs> the Millers, I forgot about that. 
that there's a couple and there's the, a couple little ones. But the, we won't go. the main reason that for any and or all of them mm-hmm. uh, didn't get on the list was it was something worse. Mainly because they were at least kind of a legitimate effort in a way, and yeah. it just was horrible. Okay. But you know, like um, the getaway, for example. Which I really couldn't stand, right? And we didn't rate that badly. It, we didn't. Thought, we didn't rate it earlier, that bad. It, it That's got true. Like a five or a six, which is horrible. I feel like I rated it lower than that, but mm-hmm. but it was very irritating a lot of the time. Yeah. But um, even like uh, you know, we're the Millers or like mm-hmm. the Last Stand or the Big Wedding right. or movies like that. They just turned out horrible. But uh, you know, I, there's mm-hmm. a legitimate idea at one point and it just turned out to be horrible so they're not on the list for the most part i'm going to say this real quick too uh my list specifically deals with most of the films that we watched this year some of the stuff you rattled off we oh right right. Show, right but that doesn't mean it's not on the list we, my, my list is usually, usually more inclusive anything. of and mine is, mine is almost always what we did for the show there's a couple things that you know i saw awkward but the things that just missed my worst list this year Room two, room two thirty seven, which is a Stanley Kubrick that, documentary. That was one about that was at one going to be part of my list, and then I just said, ah, I saw worse. Forget things. it. Right? I mean, for it's me, just, I saw worse things. Right, but it's it's so weird. It was but, a weird anyway. film, but it was an interesting experience. We were invited to see a screening of it, and we held a panel afterwards, right. and it was it was a fun time. A fun movie. No, uh, Jack the Giant Slayer, The World's End, Riddick. G.I. Joe Retaliation, Beautiful Creatures, Gangster Squad, and The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog. Gangster Squad? I thought you liked that movie. I, you know, stay with me. I really didn't like it that much. No, but it, it wasn't bad enough to be on the top ten. This is like the bottom ten. Right. So, that's I mean, true. it was one of the 20 worst Those are just, saw. right. So, I, you know, I have to throw out, just because of the differences in what we're doing with yeah. how, how many movies we saw and everything... Movies <laughs> would have been on our list too. No, a lot of those movies yeah. are not so bad. I mean, like uh, Jack the Giant Slayer is not a movie that it, we it destroyed when we were no, removed it. It's just that they're not good. Fair enough. Right. And, and for intents and purposes, from point, which is funny, from you know the questions that we had, we basically gave those a rating of three or four out of ten. Right. Like that's not horrible. I have to just say right now too that we're probably going. Because yeah, right. <laughs> we gotta carry it because we're gonna. We should we stuff. should warn people, and if they're listeners, we should warn them to just. Well, we can try to be a little quicker, but yeah, not, we, not too much. We'll try, but right. okay. So should we just go like back and forth? This sure. This is what's uh, your uh, be hilarious. My tenth worst movie of the year. The best worst movie. No. No, no it's not. It's not the worst. That would be number one. It's well, okay, yeah, it's the best it's the of best the of worst movies. Sure, whatever. Uh, is after. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Because I I just hated so I, much of it. I remember it, it. it was uh, really terrible, and it at and then you know the the thing that made that movie the worst for me yeah was that it kept getting worse. <laughs> it almost kind of tricked you at it the beginning where I know. where you kind of were like, well, this isn't so bad. I can and then all of a sudden it just went yeah. Blah. No, all was, of a sudden by you're going, what am I even watching? Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, go. Well, I've got a bit of a. I don't do this often, but I'm going to make one caveat. I have oh. a tie. I have oh, a tie for the ten. Oh, great! And I ordering no, stuff. No, no. And, and I think I think I, it was hard for me not to do it. I 
re-see one of these films, it may change my mind. And that's the only reason it's there, because every once in a while, when you re-see something you didn't like, I don't know why you would rewatch what you didn't like, but I'm curious about it, because it's it's big. This is going to be bizarre. It's a tie for, for last place. Man tied with Gravity. Wow. And Gravity is what making a weird couple of movies. Gravity is making everybody's best list and uh, mo- making most everyone's best list and I didn't like it. Right. You didn't like I, it. I didn't like it either but it's not anywhere on my list. I'm, I'll give it right I'm curious to see if I rewatch it again knowing what I'm going to see if I will like it less the same or more. Right. Like I'm not sure. That it's is one kind of, those, of a good question on that It's movie, a weird film that every once in a while comes up with. Everyone loves a film like last year was Zero Dark Thirty for us. Right. Hated that film, but everybody loved it, and no, it's not like I'm standing up and being like, I'm going to be the only one who can say no. And, and you know, unfortunately, especially since you mentioned Zero Dark Thirty, I don't yeah. think Gravity is ever going to come around to the backlash. No, it isn't. Gravity, Gravity's just Zero Dark yeah. Thirty eventually got to like the backlash stage where people mm-hmm. were like, Nah, it's not that good. And you know, ten years right. from now, you will never find anyone right. to admit that they liked it in the first place. That's right. my yeah. prediction. It's, it's like the Spice Girls my, movies. <laughs> my quick, but Gravity's not doing. My quick version of Gravity that confuses me is after about twenty minutes into the film, and I stand by the first fifteen minutes or so being interesting and engaging and fun, both right. visually and it pulls you in. Well, it, it yeah. does well, and then it falls apart. But there's a point, a little bit after that, where if you fell asleep and you woke up and you weren't sure if you were asleep for 20 seconds or 20 minutes you couldn't use the movie as a gauge but right. the same thing keeps happening because not, right, nothing happened, happened except that it's so always anyway, same thing so that's a bit of a cheat I'm going to say Man of Steel is 10 but I'm I'm sneaking in gravity gra- like 10th slash 11th if I watch it again and I hate it it's going to be worse than 10 yeah so, <laughs> anyway. whatever alright 9 alright 9 uh, 9 for me is Carrie yeah and and you know that is a movie that would have been lower, mm-hmm. except that it you know it's there's something about carrying over the first movie and other experiences that made some of it okay, yeah. and the saving of the other two people in the movie, right. which I think just kind of pulled it up enough that it's only the ninth worst. We hated it. We <laughs> but, hated it, but it yeah. wasn't... Yeah, but I understand what you're saying about it. But if a couple of other things would, it would have been, been different really yeah. low. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, I agree. Uh, nine for me is the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Oh, yeah. And my, I've, I've got that. My feeling on this is that there is a really funny movie to be made about Las Vegas magicians somewhere out there. And I feel like the person to make that is the guy who made a film like Best in Show, like Christopher Guest. Right. I think if he got a hold of something like that, it would be hilarious. Right. And, and you know, not only that, but I think, I still even think that this is almost that movie. It's pretty close. That it's which like is funny. What it, you a, know, it needed like uh, a couple of more months of thinking about it yeah. more or something yeah. instead mm-hmm. of uh, you know, someone threw out a script and let's be done filming it in two weeks and go. So I remember, yeah, exactly. I remember for me thinking it was unfunny and predictable, but more than anything, it just felt like it was literally laid on top of an Anchorman script. Right. And, and in that regard, it and, was, and there it were, was just terribly outdated 
jokes felt like they were from 93. Well, I mean, and it, none of them worked. And it just really <clears throat> felt like you weren't trying very hard. Yeah. You, you made your one run-through of ideas, and you went, whatever, whatever. that's good enough. Yeah. Because there were so many scenes in that movie. <laughs> so that's your number nine. We can kind of skip ahead because it's my number eight. So we're just oh, good. talking about yeah, the same right. movie, right? That's a good transition. Um, yeah. I, I felt like watching it, there were so many scenes where I was watching it going, why didn't they do this? Mm-hmm. That was right there. Why didn't they? And I'm not like the funniest guy in the world, but I'm going, with stuff. I'm going, wait a minute, right? Well, it's almost like with Steve Carell and Jim Carrey as your two leading stars you almost specifically just say, look, here's what we want to do. You guys just ad-lib whatever you get, and it'll be gold, because you guys... Right, and, and that's really not we, could get, we could get uh, Steve Carell and Jim Carrey, or we could hire a writer. Right. So, <laughs> so let's... Right. That's let's, funny. That was that's, what, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, uh, that's right. Oh, God, I, I remember I out of that, that movie. And just being like, well, how did that go wrong? <sighs> My eight was The Lone Ranger. And, wow, and really? Me, yeah. Were you, that's on your best list? It's not on my worst list. It's not on my best list, but it's not even... Uh, I think, actually, we might have talked about this already before. Yeah. It's not, it, for me, anyway, no, I didn't like it. Right. And and I didn't I didn't even think there were a whole lot of good parts, which is weird to say, right? right. But uh, for me, it, it wasn't quite at the level of stupidity and awfulness that you know had a chance of touching the rest of my list. For me for me, like what we just said about Burt Wonderstone applies differently here. Like these guys had no idea what kind of movie they wanted to make, so they made every one of them. Right. They made a social commentary, they made a movie with Lone Ranger wet farts. Right. Horrible joke. They like it ran the gamut and for for another bad year another bad decision of Johnny Depp's pet projects like Dark Shadows. Right. Like he really wanted to make both of these films and he got his wish. And right. back to back, they sucked. And, and yeah, that's that's what you get. And, when, and, you know, and really, it wasn't even like he wanted to make this movie. At least, you know, I can't speak for him. But I, me from the press <laughs> right. and stuff that I've heard, it was really just that he wanted to do Tonto. Yeah. And, and it was like, that. whatever movie you build around it, yeah. I guess that's what I have to make because... Yeah want to play Tonto. Well, the pitch, you know, he's got supposedly and clearly, uh, I think he's proven he's got some Native American blood in his history. Right. And he wanted to represent the story from Tonto's perspective. And after Pirates of the Caribbean blows up box offices everywhere, that sounds awesome. In a pitch room, Johnny Depp wants to play Tonto in a Lone Ranger film right. that's from Tonto's perspective. And that sounds like gold. And, and you know, that... And it was not. That was at all. Clearly, like you said, that was a lot of the problem with the movie was it just had no idea what it wanted to be. It wanted to do everything. It wanted to it wanted to update the Lone Ranger right. and, and try to bring in what people would maybe be looking for now as opposed to like a really old Lone Ranger movie or right. something, right? right? But at the same time, it also like the really old Lone Ranger movie, right? So, and it, and it, so then you get you get really weird combinations of stuff where you have uh, action scenes that are maybe more related to today, right? But then you also get like you get Johnny Depp on the tree, the yeah. horse going along the train and stuff, which yeah. is so you know yeah. 40s and I mean it's like so like really really super early yeah. western, where you know then you just had people doing special effects because they figured out how to do it right and it was like 
do this and put it in a movie and someone goes, shut up, you can do that and it could be in a movie, <laughs> right. throw it in, right? right? And then we've got all of it it's just mashed old. together in every different way. Right. And then we've got kind of a regular, whatever that means, like Lone Ranger sort of story. Mm-hmm. But then we've got this whole, the the Indian boy the and the silver and, mine yeah. and, the, and the whole thing, and it's just being everything it's at once. Many. Yeah. It, it, it's an example of too many and accomplishing nothing. Right. It, it was like, try to do everything, get That's nothing out of it. Back to back on, uh, I think it would be on your list, but I guess not Not there. So seven for you? Seven for me is Evil Dead. Yeah. Which was uh, just as painful as it could have been for me. It was <laughs> well, there so were six, horrible. Six or seven more painful for you, but... Um, I know, but that has the uh, the special horribleness of you know. I just I'm so fond of the first one. Yeah, that's a hard act. And it's weird because everything that I that I really hate about this movie and that I would kind of say negatively, mm-hmm. right? I have to go. But wait a minute. Like every single one that I do, it's so funny because I was trying to put together all the things I hated about this movie. And you know, for me, the movie feels like you know two drunk idiots got a camera mm-hmm. and then made and then made a movie just by throwing crap out there and they had no idea what they were going to do yeah. by the end of the movie, but they just started filming anyway. Yeah. And then I go, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first movie, yeah, that and, is. Yeah. and that's exactly what happened in the first movie. And right. But it's just, it's so like like some 12-year-olds made it or something. Yeah. Like that stayed up really late and yeah. watched some really old, crappy horror movies and, and went, oh, I could make a movie. And <laughs> yeah. and I could make it better because I could shoot him more times with the right. nail gun. Yeah, and, right. uh, it, and it'll be a better yeah. movie because I'll, I'll cut his foot off. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, you know, the dude has bled out like eight persons' yeah. blood, yeah. and yet he's still going, eh, eh. You know, and, and he's not even like magically possessed or anything. Right. He's just the guy we're going to hit with stuff all the time. I don't know. It just, it didn't do any, it's weird to just have those two movies running next to each other in your mm-hmm. brain, you know? Yeah. I mean, because it's, 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 it, it, it's like make it, it is in, in a very it, similar way like because they tried to make the movie similarly but it's liking a movie or liking kind of part of a genre like it, this is kind of like a sub-genre Evil Dead yeah. is its own very special horror yeah. area right and it it's like you have the money thrown at you to make a movie and you like an earlier movie but you don't understand why it's good right and, and you just try to and so you just go it. I don't know um, Do that again. What? Right. <laughs> there was there was a part I liked where a guy got hit with something. So I don't know. Do right. that. It, it's right. so weird. Yeah. Anyway, I I couldn't stand it. Number seven for me was Bad Grandpa. Uh, I, I I don't have a lot to say about it. I don't have any illusions about it. Like I didn't go into it thinking that it was going to be out of Africa or Star Wars. I I. I can't say I'm surprised it was as horrible as it was, but I just I I really wanted it. And the problem with it, in one sentence, is they tried to force a story onto jackass skits, right. and it didn't work. And it just didn't work. That, that's it. And, and the worst part for me <laughs> about that movie especially is you've got to do one or the other, or at least make a much better effort of making them fit. Because yeah. they're trying so hard with the story that the vast majority of the yeah. giddy things aren't even funny. 
right and don't actually have any purpose in the story and they so it's right. like it, so it's like you're you're really just watching two different things and mm-hmm. if we took them all apart and you watched all of one and then watched all of the other it'd be just as good. just as good <laughs> and and one of those rare times where I was afraid um, that they had ruined the best parts for the trailer, and they indeed did. And, and the, they did. The funniest parts were in the and, trailer. And so. really, the only things that were good in the whole movie were uh, when he's at the pageant, yeah. and when he's at like the biker bar. Those, yeah. those were like part. I mean, for it, me anyway. Right. I, I we laughed about the. I mean, I don't was, spend there was like on it, but. there was like five or six minutes. Yeah, when, uh, he, when he runs down that okay England, stuff. and that guy. Yeah, that that, that, was really that part funny. was okay. But that's it. And you're right. This three or four times and it, it's not enough for a film. And and it doesn't work out when all the other ones are so they're like boring and awkward. Yeah. I mean they're like yeah. they really some of them really were kind of like you just had your grandpa right. who's, who's kind of losing it losing his mind, yeah. and you go to the store with them and you go ha huh, funny that is right um Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, right. I, you know, I don't know. It was it was so, really really rough. That's my seven. What's your six? All right. My six is uh, Metallica through the never. <laughs> and <laughs> I, have, I remember when I stayed away from this film. Uh, I remember I, I when we of, saw this preview and I started laughing in the theater, and you were like, "What is so funny?" I'm like, "This propaganda piece." I have kind of a story about that one too because oh, I can't believe you saw that movie. Because obviously everyone <laughs> everyone listening is gonna know, right? We yeah. have to have the right. caveat of yeah, right. of all of our ratings that, you know, it's only the ones we've seen that count. We haven't seen right. absolutely everything. Right. So right. now that I'm admitting that I've seen this movie <laughs> and everyone's gonna Say instantly, how is that not the worst one right. of, of all of them? Right, yeah, your list is hard. And, and I got to tell you, there is kind of a point in this movie where th- this is actually so bad that it almost swings back around no. because it's hilarious. <laughs> there, there are there are a lot of parts of it yeah. that really are kind of funny. Good. It's oh, it's so bad that it's not trying. It, well, I don't know what it's trying to do. Maybe it's not. Like it. It's not trying to be anything but really stupid. I think, <laughs> and and it's working. I don't right. know, but it was. Yeah. There were a lot of parts of it that were pretty funny. It's yeah. so tremendously awful that it can't possibly be the worst movie ever, <laughs> because some movie is good and being really terrible, and that's got to be worse. Right. For me, <laughs> I, I get it. My own. That's so that's that's six so for glad, me. I'm so glad you saw that without me. Uh, six for me is R.I.P.D. and and basically it, it was it was disappointing because I look I thought it looked so. I mean, original is kind of weird because it's just Ghostbusters and Men in Black having a love child. Right. But how can you screw that up? You got so much talent around. Right. You know, you've got Mary Lou Mary Louise Parker who just has a headset on and doesn't do anything the whole movie except. And you know, she's I mean, great. She's amazing. Everything she's lines. in in the movie. You know, it just I could go. We could do more reviews of the film. We've already done them. For right. me, it was it was a reminder of how botched the whole thing was and how just stupid one decision after another was when you had so much talent and a built-in. Basically, the film with a built-in series of characters and action scenes and climax, and you don't have right. to do much. Just what you don't have. What your big responsibility here with this is just don't screw it up. Just right. It's don't knock the water glass it, over. It, it's kind of like and it doesn't work. Men in black and and you're trying to <laughs> jump in 
things a little bit in our own mm-hmm. in our own certain way. Yeah. But then actually do something with it. Right. right? This, and they didn't. And it, that one was like you know that was just barely not on my Here's list. Another right? example of of having funny subject matter but having nobody know how to take it in a. So instead of like the Lone Ranger being everything and therefore being nothing, this thing just kind of sat parked and revved its engine. Yeah. Like it never really took off. And it just really like so it was, you could it was bad. you could it was tell that it it really kind of gave up on it. Really it really it was yeah. it, it, it was it, almost yeah. like it, it's doubly weird because you know movies are not filmed in order. Right. Uh, or, <laughs> or or at least rarely. at least yeah very yeah, rarely. Very rarely. But it's almost like somehow this one feels like it was, or at really least, did. or at least most of it was, because you watch, you know, the first maybe forty minutes or so of the movie, mm-hmm. and it seems like everything's going along pretty well, and then it's almost like you yeah. get to a point where half of the people quit the yeah. crew or yeah. something and said the hell with this, and funny. then the rest of the movie is just they're not even trying anymore. It, it, felt like. I right. don't know. It was really yeah. weird. So that was my that was my six. Anyway, all right, that's your six. My five is grown up stew. Yeah. I'm not, Which I is another one that you didn't see. No, and I stopped that one, but I knew that was coming. Man, as if one wasn't bad enough. Right. But you know, this is the, this is the thing for me that uh, kind of drives me crazy. You know, it's one thing for me when uh, people go to like Transformers and like the Transformers movies, they're just the example that everybody throws out. Right. I'm not one of the people who thinks they're among the worst things that's ever happened. No. You know, they're okay, right? It's the easy go-to. Um, yeah, it's the easy go-to. Where uh, uh, people complain, I don't even mind so much if they kept making Transformers movies and people kept going to them. Because, you know, crazy action. There's like a theory of, yeah. what do you want to, why do you want to go to it? Right. Well, I want to see big, crazy transformers yeah. and do you know wild crap. Well, and sure, it's not right. a it's yeah. not a good movie, but there's some craziness. Right. But you know the fact that people keep going to grown ups and grown ups too really just kind of irks me. Like yeah. I want to stand outside and yeah. with a camera <laughs> for the people who you buy them. them. It's just so yeah. ridiculously horrible. Yeah. You know what it it's it's. You get somebody who's got money, and they're going to make money. And, yeah. and you know, if I owned a movie studio, I would make it, too. I have to, I have to admit, Adam I, I would. Has a draw, so, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, would make, I would make money off the movie yeah, if, I, if I own the movie studio. But this is really, um, you know, these guys who, I don't know, know each other fairly well in real life. Yeah, they all do. They're all and out. And, yeah, they just, you know, get wasted one night and... Start yeah. kind of just riffing them. Yeah, and, and somebody's recording it, right. and they go, whatever, print. Right. <laughs> they can do that for three weeks, and let's make millions. Right. And, sure. oh, God, it's just horrible. And there are even some parts in that movie, I have to admit. There are a couple of parts that were kind of funny. I would love to but see your... But most of it is just like, I mean, really? Awesome. If you went to a Grown Ups 2 Metallica Boogaloo double feature, and you had to endure both of those, oh, yeah. that would be funny to me. Uh, I'm going to gloss over number five because we've already talked about it. It's Evil Dead. Okay. It's right. just, I said everything. Yeah, we're to totally say. running out of time. We haven't we are got to best we're, We are. I mean, we're 17 minutes from the end of the live listeners. Right. We, there's no way we can do our best. No, we're not. We're going to have to run over or... We'll, we'll have to be... Uh, we'll have to try to be kind of fast. But we're going to lose the live audience yeah. well before we get all the way guys, through. Hopefully you'll take a sec to find us either. 
Everybody uh, listens on iTunes anyway. No one listens yeah. to us live. Who cares? I'm getting cares? a bunch of texts from friends who listen, and they're saying this is very shocking news that we're going to run over. Oh, I know. It's the craziest thing that's so ever happened. My number five, we don't have to talk about anymore. Right. My number four, we don't have to either. And this will along a little bit because my number four is Bad Grandpa. Oh, okay. Well, Even among yeah. my list of horrible things, I yeah, hated that movie so much. I thought you actually resented me a bit. was painful. We've got a good friendship. Man. Yeah, because but you, I you were all about one, going, man. I was man. the one that wanted to go. You were like, all right, maybe it should be wrong. <laughs> I and I actually kind of felt you staring at me during the theater sometimes. And you know, the only thing was, and, it was funny, and I, I'm sorry. And from a business perspective yeah. in, in this movie, yeah. they... Uh, did a great thing, even though do crazy well. Right. But they they did a good thing because it really did come down to the fact that there was nothing that I could come back at you with that week when it opened and go, no, uh, clearly we right. have to see this. It right. Was it, grown ups too or this. It so. wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. Versus like you know Superman or yeah, no, some really big wasn't. giant it thing. Was, it was it, so. and it got to that and week, and that it was, was a rough spring. It was funny when we uh, when we saw the like the first preview for this. Yeah, we were seeing another movie, you and you were like, you were like, oh, the, uh, that we're that going to that. Like, oh that. come on, no. And then we go all through all that time, and when it finally releases, mm-hmm. there it wasn't up against mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, fine. Oh God, it was painful. Uh, All right, what's your four? My four is After Earth. And the only thing I'll say about it... The only thing I'll say about it is I found it to be a horrible attempt to pass off nepotism and pandering an emotional investment in someone like Will Smith as an infomercial for your religion. Right. Basically, that's that's all. Right. I I was so... I mean, I bothered it didn't stick with me, but I was just so annoyed at how stupid and boring and nepotistic it was to... To get his son, Jaden Smith, to be basically an action star while using Scientology as a device to do it. And it wasn't even, like, subtle in its attempt to do it. No. And, we, and for an interesting take on our... I'm not patting myself on the back, but I remember when we did the show and I ran through, like, all the Dianetic stuff. I'm like, this is what this was doing all right, the way right. through. Uh, and please, don't do and that. And you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I'll tell you, like, this was my number 10. <clears throat> but I will say this. There were lots of things that I didn't like about the movie. Yeah. And if Jaden Smith could act, yeah, this wouldn't have even been on my bottom list because yeah. it at least so it at least had an interesting framework. And yeah. Will Smith was good at times, and he was good. You at know, times. whatever there was, he was. It was really, really bad. And yet, the thing that really pushed me over the edge to mm-hmm. just absolutely unwatchable was that he was horrible. Yeah. And he got worse as the movie went on, which was yeah. even worse. He basically pulled strings to get his kid in, and, you know, uh, you know, as an intern at this really great company, and then decided to film it. You know, that was basically <laughs> the idea. He's like, I'm, I'm my kid, my kid's great. He's going to be awesome, and you're going to take him. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so number three. Uh, now we're getting to the top three. This should we are number three for me is the world's end. Yeah. Wow. And. That's awesome. And I'll tell you the reason it that just missed off my list, but the reason yours. that that gets so low for me mm-hmm. because that ought to, in some sense, yeah, probably somewhere like ten or nine or you know whatever. In, I had it, it if, if it were a little bit yeah. different, it might have been much higher. The reason that that gets so low for me is that it completely tricked me and it pissed me off. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I remember you telling me about because this. I went into this movie. 
Knowing absolutely nothing. When yeah. I saw it, I really just knew nothing at all about what was coming with this movie. Right. I had seen nothing at the time that, right. that I got to catch this movie. And it started out, I was going... And they and they started doing the thing, and it wasn't mm-hmm. you know it wasn't great, but it was really kind of like reeling me in, and yeah. uh, and it's got um, Martin Freeman, who I love, yeah, in almost everything I see him in, yeah. I think, and especially he's just he makes like the coolest expressions to mm-hmm. deliver comedy in in a lot of ways, and he was good, and 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 then all of a sudden I'm like. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was just completely crazy nonsense and it was horrible and then it made me hate it all the more I remember watching the film and it comes apart in a bathroom scene where there's a big fight and I remember looking at the time and really being bummed that I'd only passed like minutes and there was another 55 lap right you know that kind of feeling i'm like man now i have seriously and now right. i'm like three fourths of the way now i've got to watch the rest of this right it was and and you know what's even kind of worse is when that bathroom scene happens when it first happens <laughs> right the very beginning of it i was kind of going oh my god this could be awesome yeah because it's so crazy, and he's responding to it in such a bizarre way, right? Yeah. That I was like, well, this could go anywhere. Yeah. And I thought, maybe something really cool is going to come out of it. You were and then, no. Didn't your wife love that film? No. Wasn't that one that you guys... <laughs> no, that was, that was really not it, no. My, my number three was the worst film we saw last year. It's not number one, but it was the worst rated at half a star. And I care. Okay. And we we touched over it. Again, basically, my big thing on it is it's the exact same running time as the original. They wanted to update it with cell phones and cyberbullying, and that's a right. neat trick. And if you do that well, you've done a good job because it, it, it has an idea of being updated to it. You can, you can apply that. They didn't do it well. They just put a cell phone in someone's hand and basically shot it shot for shot. Right. And it made it look like crap. With people who couldn't do who what was required. Right. You want to say what you want about Amy Allen or John Travolta, or, uh, Amy Irving, excuse me, and John Travolta or anybody, anybody in that original film. And that was like 30, 40 years ago when they right. still do circles around this cast. Right. And, and, you know, the weird thing, too, is that uh, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, I really like her. And yeah, you're talking- I don't know that I can fault her all that much for this movie. Yeah. I don't think she was really at the best of what she right. could do, but to a certain extent that maybe because it's what she was being asked being to asked do, and right? Being directed to do, right. And uh and yet still I didn't hate her in the movie. I know. It's just that somehow they managed to spin everything else yeah. so out of whack around her. Yeah. And not that, really that it's crazy. And, and one of the things you said was they didn't really recognize how great of a casting they had with Sissy Spacek. Like, look at Chloe Grace, and you're just like, who's the social outcast here? Like, she's just ugly behind a pair of glasses. Right, that's, like, she's right. that's, beautiful that's what I said when we And And they don't understand it, what yeah. made everything well. So again, what it is, is it's a glossy, fast-track, MTV kind of gloss. This is a bad thing because we tell you, not because you can really believe it. Right, exactly. And, and it's, anyway. it's weird, too, because uh, the whole movie goes along where <laughs> Carrie... I mean, you know, for a horror movie, and this is a strange Stephen King thing, too, yeah. because, you know, is it scary? I don't know. Is it 
scary, scary. That's not really what the original one is going for exactly. But there's nothing. There's nothing in this one. It's not. You know, it's it's not suspenseful. It's not unnerving in any way. It's not. You're not on the edge of your seat going, "Oh my god." You know, there's. They take everything out of it. They like suck all the life out of it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Number two. Now you're number two and number one. I have to, at this point, be some really bad movies because you sold I this stand whole by I stand by third movie thing. Let's hear so yours. Two movie is The Heat. <laughs> yeah, another Sandra Because Bullock every film. single second of that movie I, I, I'm not going to touch it off. I, I've heard this. I've heard you complain about this film all year. <laughs> it so. didn't even have like a few moments where you could go, oh, but that scene. No. Yeah. Anyway, The Heat. Lots of people loved it, so I'll probably get lots of letters, but I could not stand the movie at all. For me, this was a film that we didn't really hit too hard on the show, but it was Spring Breakers. And, oh. and I found it to be um, 100% piece of crap. Pretending to be because on. Like, it was really trying to Because say, we didn't actually specifically do that movie right. for you to have a rating. Right. So that's why I would got this, like... That's why you've got a number three movie right. that I got. In, in a way, I mean... The, the whole thing was a little different. different but it's, it's but if we thing. had done Spring Breakers, you would have rated it less than Carrie. I probably would have rated it exactly the same. There is one scene in it that I think is worthwhile, and it's about 10 or 15 minutes long. All right. And I don't even know if it's worthwhile, but you're in an ocean of crap, like <laughs> a piece of driftwood, right. it's like your safe haven. Like, I mean, how great is it? But... It, it thinks that gratuity and exploitation is like this real interesting social microcosm to look through. And it isn't. It's just gratuitous and right. exploitive. It thinks it's telling you an awful lot of smart things. And if it's telling you smart things, you really need to reevaluate where your knowledge base is right. coming from. It, that's one of those movies that, uh, and, you know, they come along every, yeah. one, every once in a while. But that's one of those movies for me where what it actually comes down to, I, I think, yeah. anyway... And, and you, know, you know, to tell the truth, since I mentioned the place beyond the finds, I think I think that's actually okay. It's yeah, bad right. and weird and a hard movie to sit through. But I think in a way, it's in the same boat for me, Breakers, because yeah. what what that they both feel like to me is uh, somebody's writing something and basically is thinking something to himself, like you know, when really smart people write a movie right. it's kind of confusing and it doesn't seem to mean anything and I don't understand how you get from point A to point B so if I just write something right. that's really confusing it right. doesn't seem to mean anything and then right I, and then yeah. I'm really smart and that's how you make yeah. something that's really clever and everyone will think I was great I remember when James getting talked about getting a, a, an Oscar nod right. like, he's so good in it I'm like he is good in it in a way, but this movie, you I mean, I'm sorry, it's horrible. Yeah. Like it, there's nothing redeeming about it. Yeah, so okay, so that's a good segue no. too, and then that'll this is gonna mess with time anyway, because that's my number one movie. Was it the number one film? Which yeah. is funny because I was just gonna share something, but I mean I think what we'll do is I'll do my number one, it's real quick. It's not gonna be what you think it is now at this point, after all the build up. I don't have any but idea what no, it is. You'll know yeah. exactly what it is when I say it. You'll be like, Oh, that makes sense. We'll have enough time to maybe do the just missed, not on the top ten, as a teaser to go off the air and do the top ten. Uh, no, but we can't, because I can't tell you what all my just uh, missed of the good ones are, because well, otherwise... I'll have a couple seconds here, but there was something very funny about... 
I remember seeing it before you, right. giving it to you, you asking me about it, and I just said, I'm going to stay quiet until you see it, because I've got a very specific question to ask you. I know. And I remember you said that you watched like it. That was like one of the weirdest weird. nights of like, my life. That was, that was the weirdest <laughs> watching a movie experience, because I'm watching like the worst movie ever. I gave it to you deadpan, too. I and didn't I'm going, what crying. does he want to ask me <laughs> about this movie? You said to me later, you're like, I was hoping it wasn't. Was that the greatest thing you've ever seen this year? Like, right. you were really did thinking, you, I love the, Did you understand the, the metaphor for yeah. and the whole whatever? No, oh. no. I was uh, that I was, was a tricky one. All humongous fans of Spring Breakers, please contact us. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway, well, here's the here's the not so surprising thing. My the worst last year was Star Trek Into Darkness. Hands oh. down, hands down, without a doubt, the film that irritated me the most, that I, angered me the I most. I don't know about that, that one. No, people, you're going to get a bunch of letters, mm-hmm. and I'm going to agree let with them all. Let them. There's, There's no there way that was worse than it all was those other. J.J. Abrams decides to do fan service for everyone and just try to reenact. And again, this is a weird thing we've seen this year. This is basically a crappy version of a film that's already been made and made right, better. Right. The moment he does fan that is that is like put that in. That is the mantra of this year. It something. is. I'm telling it's you, weird. I, seriously, Mark, there was no film the rest of the year that bugged me and annoyed me and bothered me as much wow. as that film did. It's unwatchable, and it's not just because of lens flares. It's just stupid decisions, bad writing, pandering fan service, like 100% just mega million idiocy right. on the loose. And I remember telling people, like, my feeling is if you want to watch Star Trek Into Darkness, rent, um, God, what's his name? It doesn't really matter. Nicholas Meyer. Rent Nicholas Meyer's Wrath of Khan and sit next to an open window and maybe the sun will hit you in the eyes. Right. Like, that's the film you're watching. That's the best version of this movie. Yeah. But it is single-handedly because it was intellectually offensive and thematically unnecessary, like all of these big words that go together with really fun adjectives and adverbs, it was a pain in the ass, and right. I hated it. And <laughs> wow. I and I I would have never guessed. I told that you was you weren't number one. one. But I I didn't bitch and complain about a film all year the way I did this. That did not. I like the fact that we uh, finally have like some serious disagreement on, yeah. on things like it's that. Horrible. Not that, and you know, you I think it. I don't. I, can't believe I would have to. I would have to look back and see where. Our it because I, you know, mine was I did, toilet. I didn't like, like it. it. I, I, I didn't, I didn't like it. Like, hooray! This is great. I but I was okay with it. It was that's fine. I think I think our rating was six and a half, and I think it's because you gave it like six, and I gave it a two. I think it was something along those lines, right. like it was okay. skewered, but. It's got a high enough rating. So you still gave it a two versus movies that you gave a half a star. Now, come on, make that work. Here it is. We we have questions. We've got got time. I didn't care an ounce about Carrie and how bad it was outside of the experience of having to sit through 90 minutes of it. It didn't bother me. I wasn't surprised that it was bad. It would have been surprising had it been great. Right, but how does Star Trek have the two stars that it has if you hate absolutely everything about it and it's worse? because like I said there is a film there there's a there's a there's a second storyline that's going on about the militarization of Starfleet that they play I know that that they don't even do anything with and it's great and and then they start focusing on all this Wrath of Khan isn't Khan stuff right they start with 
one movie, and and that was one of the things that brought me down uh, about that movie too. Is they you start watching one movie, and then all of a sudden they uh, all of a sudden they but flip a switch. Even quickly, the performances weren't bad. Like I think everyone there does That's a good true, job. Yeah. That subplot was a really great. It was a co-plot for a long time, and then they just dropped it. Like there's things in there that I liked, but there was no film that I hated as much. Right. That was the worst film that I saw overall. All right. If you happen to be listening live, uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find us on iTunes, or you can listen uh, on Blog Talk right. Radio after the fact. But uh, if you you definitely should be subscribing at this point anyway. Please so uh, if you're subscribing in uh, iTunes or um, Stitcher or things like that, you can always listen to us. You're just gonna have to podcast because it's gonna end right now. Hello. I don't know if that actually. I think it actually <laughs> worked or anything, but to be done. But you know, it it it's a little weird because uh, for me, you know, there's something weird, and I don't want to get all Star Trekky about things. Uh, but, but these two Star Trek movies yeah. for me are clearly junk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what's weird about them for me, and this could just totally be me, you know, the original Star Trek movies, if you're looking at, like, because since this is the second one, really, right? Yeah, right. The, the first, second, maybe third movies of the original Star Trek movies, you know, they were actually kind of serious. Mm-hmm. They, they were. They were, like, going, yeah. this is what we're really doing, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and at some point in those movies, they got a little screwball. Yeah. Right. They got a little like, uh, you know, I don't know. Someone gave me a check and right. said, "Do I want to do it again?" Right. Whatever. And then, you know, we're rescuing whales from Earth and traveling through time and crap. Mm-hmm. And and then it just kind of, I don't know, whatever. Right? right. But those first ones, they were they were pretty serious. And these two movies, I don't feel like as much as there are moments in them that play at it. I yeah. don't think they're serious at right. all. They're they're bizarrely comic for it. You know they're they're too comic for the story that they're telling, and yeah. and you've always got uh, you know most of the actors involved in it. It's almost like you know they're just on vacation. They're right. just having a laugh, and and so somehow that makes them not as horrible for me. Even though I still don't like them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I guess I will. I guess I would say that with. Spring Breakers, with Carrie, with After Earth, with R.I.P.D., with Bad Grandpa, the list goes on down my list. Right. All of those films were easy to disengage from and just be like, you guys, this just sucks. You didn't know what you were doing. You right. didn't have the right time, the resources. You didn't have all that stuff. The thing that's frustrating about Star Trek is, admittedly, I'm not even a Trekkie. Like, I like I can't tell you how many Romulans fit in a Klingon warbird, and right. that'll get us emails. Right. But but I, I don't know that stuff. Like, I know story and right. character. And I know action, the original and show. I know, and I know who I can, are. I can answer right. general trivia about it. Right. But when I see somebody get a blank check to something amazing, and again, my, my problem with the first film, very briefly, is if you have the entire universe to play with and what you come up with is a pissed off minor. Right. Not, not a kid, but a, a digger, like a minor. Right, right. And that's your villain. And he has a ship that digs. Like, you're wasting time and all these things and you don't know what you're doing. Right. You don't have a handle on stuff. And in this regard, if what you have is an entire universe, now that you've split away from the first one, now that you've created a separate universe, right. you can do anything. If the best you can do is 
a version with just different characters saying the same uh, lines of a movie that already 30 happened. years ago. Right. You're a piece of shit. Right. That's it. Like and, that movie. And is, you know, and now it's now it's annoying me intellectually because you had everything going for you, and I'm watching the cast, and they're doing a good job. Doing great, and it's fun to watch, and it's exciting. J.J. Abrams yet, is good at certain things, and the things he's good at make that movie interesting, uh, or yeah. and then not. And and so. it's funny too because when you have something like Star Trek, or as I'm predicting, we will talk about before too long, Star right. Wars, yeah. and you have all of the Star Wars universe going on. Yeah, it's very similar to if uh, you know you come out with Star Wars Seven. And what it turns out we've worked out for the script is something really f***ing boring. Yeah. Then, you know, all of, like, the Star Wars... You know, you imagine, like, just throwing Star Wars at anyone. And you've got the whole Star Wars universe, the whole Star Trek universe of everything that's gone on in in several TV shows, in a whole bunch of movies. Yeah. And all of the stuff that we've pieced together. And what you can come up with from that whole massive canon of ideas and places to go is nothing interesting. Nothing new. Like, I have nothing. Right. Then... And see, I never felt... I mean, I really... The last ten seconds, I'll say about it. I never felt like that about uh, Harmony Corrin's Spring Breakers. I never felt like he was in charge of anything good. He just had something bad from the start. Oh, I never felt like anything. But I will say this, because uh, since we're so different... Yeah. In, in our ideas of the uh, worst movie, I guess, and people are listening and yeah. maybe one know. For me, you know, if somebody came to me and said, "Oh, you know, I got the Blu-ray for uh, Star Trek," right? right? Like, ah, fine, I'll watch it. Right? Yeah. None of the other movies that are on my top ten list would I yeah. ever watch again. Yeah. No matter what you want, <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what you had going for me, I don't care if you're, you know, buying my drink, watching at the well, again, bar, I'm gonna, whatever. I'm gonna rewatch one of them, and I could imagine watching another one at some point. But most of them, yeah. But I mean, that's why they're on the list list. Well, you know, and when I when I looked down through, you know, the hundred or so films that I saw last year, as soon as I was scanning to make worse. Star Trek left out. It wasn't written in bold. It wasn't underlined or italicized. It was just there, and I'm like, see, something's got to be worse than that. And I didn't see anything worse than that. I think I had pretty much completely forgotten about the movie Our list in is every way. So that does is, that make it worse? <laughs> because no, no, maybe. I don't know. It's interesting that at a certain point you had different films entirely, but then we started crisscrossing. But then, right, you know, we my were just two off was your by one, the numbers, my four right. was your five, you know. But this one, nothing stayed with me as an irritation quite like it. So right. it had to win. Or All right, so. best movies. Now, you have uh, joined us on the podcast version right. of the show because you're completely awesome. Actually, you know, I, I will throw out really quick. This won't um, be that hard. Uh, we'll, we'll overlap a bunch. No, we, uh, well, maybe we will. Who knows? I might have if a you list. You never list, know. I'm that, would, that would be I'm awesome. going out. It's four. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we did. I did get another uh, email really recently <laughs> from uh, someone who just, for whatever reason, threw us an email yeah. to tell tell me about how uh, they listen to the show driving to work because they have like a almost two-hour commute to right. work every day, yeah. which which I was going, oh, my God. Yeah. So they listen to lots of podcasts, and they listen to us, and uh, they try and share us with people. Yeah. 
whenever they can. And so thanks a lot. And we really appreciate you just, you know, even if it's not a question. Right. Just, and you're, you're just saying. Something. Yeah. So uh, thanks for that. And, okay, now, you have to go first on the best. Just because I've randomly decided since I went first for all the no, that's and, fine. We and we're not going to do all we're do we'll do our other ones later after we do the list yeah, yeah, because right. that will give too much away right if you say yeah. uh, if you start throwing out like here are the five that didn't yeah. make it and they're all these great movies then all, we already know too yeah. much right yeah, yeah and some of these will be pretty easy but my, my number 10 for the best films that I saw last year was Frozen and it was a surprise for me because uh, I didn't think I was going to love it as much even though I knew other people did. Right. I mean, your right. kids were crazy for it. Right. It, it, in some ways, and they're 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 a tough sell. They yeah. are a bit of a tough sell sometimes. Yeah. But you guys even, you know, I mean, right. You and your wife love it. Right. You know, as much as not maybe as much as your kids do. I don't hear you guys singing it. But in, in as much as a way as Wreck It Ralph did last year, which I Wreck It Ralph just being a great film anyway. Right. Like there are certain undertones for things that I'm involved in. Um, and I, I actually found a lot of stuff that was really interesting to compare Frozen with things in um, disability studies and autism. And I thought, in a weird way, it spoke to me. I wasn't really ready for it, and I had a blast watching it. Right. And it's catchy. It's great. It's got a really awesome story. It's, right. It's really good all the way around. So. Right. I still stand behind the fact that I don't like some of the songs. And especially you, now that I have to keep hearing you. Way, way more, but right. I haven't. So, okay, my number ten is Oblivion. Yeah, and we've already talked a lot about that movie, so we probably don't have to do it again. But that is a movie. Since we were talking about, you know, how do movies get on and everything, that's a movie. Even being a ten rated movie, just barely got on right. at ten because right. there are still. Several other movies that didn't quite make it that I go, eh, because, you know, it's just they're doing a different thing. Right. But it got on 10. Yeah. So that's yeah. my 10. That's pretty cool. And we've Oblivion. already talked about that. Forever, right. And so. it's in there. Right. So we can, it's funny how fast we're going through this. My number nine is Dallas Buyers Club. And wow. I had a lot of fun with it. it I didn't feel like you liked that that much I, at the time. I really had fun. There were a couple nitpicky things about it, but um, most of it was how strong McConaughey was right. and how much fun it was watching him play somebody who's not like what he usually plays. Right. And I think it's cool um, since that one came out because uh, actually we have gotten a few meet specifically about this. I think that is kind of cool how it came to pass that when we were talking about this movie and we were talking about various things, the award season coming up, yeah. and we talked about this movie and said, I just don't know that he's got the kind of role that is going to really get right. recognized, yeah. even though people are going to talk about it because they want to say that they want to recognize it. Yeah. And yet, here he is, getting all kinds of recognized. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. Now it's all... So, yeah. it turned out. I didn't think that this was going to prove to be a role that yeah. he would get as much attention as he's actually getting. You know, it's one of those roles where people want to be heard saying that they like it because it's politically correct, right. Right? right? But then to actually get the awards for stuff, that's a different, yeah. different thing altogether. So, that's cool. So, that was your nine. That was my nine. My nine is frozen. Yeah. Oh, so, so we've already we've already got that. I was just really crazily impressed with it, and I I 
loved the fact it's so weird because it's such a double-edged sword because um, when a movie like Brave comes out right and you go it, <laughs> and you go look it's a it's a strong female heroine role and yeah and hooray for in good things for you know girls to look up to and, and all that stuff yeah and then you know the other side of people just say oh they're just trying to sell more princess stuff right <laughs> and, and you're right. like well wait a minute yeah how do I get good right. roles right. then yeah. if, if all you're gonna ever say is that we're just doing it for the money, money right. and stuff like that and 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 here you are again right away where right. you know there's as uh, I think one of the producers said at the Critics Choice Movie Award they wanted a movie where people didn't have to get rescued by the handsome yeah. prince. Right. And it's, you know, it's interesting yeah. female characters. Yeah. And, and I don't know, there was so much that I liked about it. Yeah. It was almost... Yeah, you to, yeah it was really surprising. It, it, it is, and it's frustrating that sometimes people will look at a film and be like, really? Like a Disney film where it picks... And I'm like, look, Toy Story, the trilogy, which one you like better is up to you, but... Any one of those is better than some regular live-action films that you can quote. Right. And Wreck-It Ralph, I stand by. I think that was my number two film. I'm like, that's an amazingly fun, emotionally invested, satisfying right. movie. Right, with an actual story. With story and, and character. And, you know, yeah. it's getting to the point right now, I think, that, uh, you know, clearly animated movies, not only Pixar kicking right off with Toy Story, but giving Pixar like a decade uh-huh. to work how things are going to progress in animated movies, and then having other animated movie studios having to try and keep up with the bar that they're setting higher and higher. Right. And, you know, the way it's working out, really, is that you have to work on this movie for three years. Yeah. Or so. Or, or, yeah, or, or somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. And so, you know, when... You look at the story all the time for three years and look at how often Pixar changes the whole story yeah. and goes, well, wait, well, no, we're we don't want to do yeah. that whole yeah. thing. And you've <laughs> yeah. got tons of time versus a lot of movies, even pretty good movies that come out. You know? Yeah, yeah. You work on the script X amount. You've got three months to film it if you're lucky. Right. And right. like, uh, yeah. you know, like yeah. McConaughey yeah. said, like, that was like 27 days or something. Yeah. And, you know, are you really telling me that you can't put out some awesome story when right. you've got three versus a few yeah. months? And right. It's weird how animated movies are playing out that way now, where the stories, and especially like a lot of the Pixar stuff, the stories are just really strong. Yeah. And, yeah. and then they happen to be animated. Right. But it just happens. That, that's how I, yeah, anyway, that's how I look at it. I think it's just as effectively as... A live action one just happens to be animated. Well, this kind of a bit. So. Um, I think my number eight is going to not even be on your list from what I've talked to you about anyway. But it was that Philomena. Cool. Oh, no, that is that's love, not on my list. I love Philomena. I will throw that out right now. Although, I, I like it. I had a blast really watching good. it, and it, it wasn't just because of Judy Dench. Um, it was mostly because of Steve Coogan. Yeah, I, like, he that was great. Was so much fun, and I was super impressed that once I found out that he had taken the script and basically fixed it a bunch, not just for his character, like he, some right. actors just rewrite their own lines, what they want. He right. retooled everything that needed some help. He's he's awesome. Like I, I just like watching him work, and if we, all I'm seeing is the fruits of his writing labor, that's good enough for me. Right. But he was he was 
And, and I think a lot of it too is when I went into this movie, yeah. I could predict a lot of ways that it could go wrong and not yeah. be that interesting. Right. And I have a feeling that that's a lot of what he fixed. I think is so keeping it because there are several ways that this could have easily, you know, had you kind of rolling your eyes. Well, even yeah, exactly. Because even when the movie you get too hard on the Catholic, even movie. when it starts going towards what would easily be predictable, like kind of drama category with this type of film. He just brings it back, like he doesn't. It doesn't do all these right. great surprises, but he keeps it sharp and right. moving forward instead of emotionally staying there and like milking your emotions from it. He's like, no, nope, go forward. Right. There, Everything that happens is a step forward, and that's for a film that doesn't always do that. Right. And there, there are a lot of parts, even you know, just kind of going through the movie where you can see where clearly we could have very easily just kind of have a kicking the dog moment. Here, yeah, right. Where we just have some something make you feel something yeah. even though it's kind of goofy. And yeah. they don't do it. And they don't do it at all. And it wisely chooses not to. So Right. So that was my eight. All right, that's your eight. My eight is Ruffle Ruffle of my paper. My eight is Blue is the Warmest Color. Yeah. I knew that was. And, man, that was good. Yeah. It, it was really good, and, you know, there's gratuitous sex in it. Right. That's <laughs> what you've been waiting for. So you have to like that. Right. But uh, for a couple of younger actresses and all the stuff they have to do, and uh, yeah. they're just they're amazing in it, and they are, uh, for me, both of them, neither, neither of the people in this movie are, are that old, actually. Right. And uh, um, Adele, uh, uh, who got the award at the Critics' Choice uh, Movies Award uh, for Young Actor or Actress, right. and awesomely then does not speak a lot of English, so right. could, didn't have didn't much have to say, yeah. which was uh, really cool. But she, for me, was in the same kind of a boat as, like, Asa Butterfield in Ender's Game, yeah. where they're believably pulling off emotions mm -hmm. in complex ways, not even always in, like, the most straightforward ways that, you know, you, can, you just can't even believe that they can do it because right. they clearly right. haven't been there, right? right? right. I mean, you can't, you, can't, uh, you can't deliver the emotion, like in Ender's Game, which far more people have seen, mm -hmm. You know, to be able to pull off like really kind of psychotic moments, like in the shower, yeah. where where he sells that so well, yeah, he sells it almost too well because uh, you can't believe that the guy that he's doing it to doesn't get it, right? And go, right. whoa, whoa, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, and sh and she does the same stuff in this movie where it's like you just can't believe that she can pull off the stuff yeah. that she's pulling off and and the movie as a whole is is really it's a really good story and i think a lot of people it's kind of a weird thing because a lot of people are not going to see this movie not to see the foreign language nominees anyway right but a lot of people are gonna see things about this movie even though lots of critics have loved it and, and think it's good and go, well, there's like a 10-minute long, really serious sex scene, and go, well, I don't know, that's just not what I'm right, picking right. up at Redbox today. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, and it's, it's a bummer, because it's a really yeah. solid movie. That's cool. So, all right, what's your sub? Nebraska. Nebraska. That's a film I wish more people would see. That is a film I really wish more people would see. 
It was a lot of fun for me, and it's so subtle, and it, it, all the emotions work because of that. Like, it doesn't really go over the top on things. Right. It takes really weird moments and just shows you literal snapshots of, like, locations in Nebraska. Right. It's just all these really weird things. It's a black-and-white film. It's real weird, like, soft music, like Will Forte's in it not being funny. And, and, and a lot of it is just, it's so real. Yeah. in a way that even if the movie had no other cell, even if the, even that, if the right, story that wasn't that good, yeah. right? It just just to see a movie where it just seems so real that you can't yeah. almost deal with it right, in a way. <laughs> this is a movie I will say just for time and full disclosure. This this is one of my there. Is it, yeah. it, it was like just yeah. 11 and yeah. I just was like ah and I really like it and would rate it really high Yeah, and and I too I wish more people would see it because this is one of those movies where it's uh, it gets a, a kind of a weird response from being nominated for everything yeah like <laughs> I think this movie gets nominated for best picture right and less people are going to see it yeah, than no. otherwise no. would have seen it, right? Because yeah. if you if you read the back of it, if you you know watch the trailer, whatever, mm-hmm. if you're thinking about picking up this movie, and then all of a sudden it gets nominated for best picture, you think that it it must be kind right. of boring, slow, yeah. and and it is kind of slow at parts anyway. Well, yeah, but um, you know, people just look at it differently. Right. They think that it's something that it's not because I don't think that translates into a a, a fair assessment of what you're going to get when you watch it it's a real art house kind of feeling that when you see it you're not going to see it like your multiplex right except that it's still kind of it's still fun it's very fun it's like fun to watch and that is not what people are getting out of looking at it and knowing that it got nominated yeah right for my for my small take though now that I've got the seven, I had a notation at seven. Films seven, eight, nine, and ten could have easily been the first four films off my just missed list. It was the most flexible part of my whole list. Right, One through right. six is perfect. Right. Like I know exactly where they are and why they're See, there. See, that was our whole question. But, that but seven through this. ten, and seven through ten, then swapped out just a little. But it is what it is. Right. So. Our clock is not running anymore. So I don't know how long we're doing this. So we should probably try to. We're fast. we're an hour and twenty minutes in now. So okay, well that's too much. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta hurry up, which seven. sucks because uh, the last the part people theoretically want to know about right. is when we're really hurrying. But my right. seven is uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Okay. And I loved the movie, and you know it it won Best Picture at Critics Choice Awards, which I'm not really happy about actually. But it was as high it was as high <laughs> as I. I really, really like this movie, but I didn't still, want it, no, I, I didn't, it, yeah. because Seven is as high as I can get it, right. um, just because, like, when we talked about this movie before, it was so awesome in so many, and it really was, yeah. it, it has so many technical things right, the story is, is good, I liked a lot of the actors a lot, mm-hmm. and... And yet, there's something that is. Uh, I've just I've just been to that well too many times. And no matter how awesomely you make it, I I just can't get it yeah. that much higher. It's I don't think it's. Uh, you know, it has like a story that's trying to tell you something. Yeah. And it's trying to convey things to you, obviously, right? And I just don't think that 
it's bringing really anything seriously new to the table. It's yeah. just a different spin on yeah. bringing those things. I but I don't know. It just I just couldn't, and I, I really which is liked weird it because it, also this is one of those weird things, which is really weird because if I remember. You either gave it a nine or a nine and a half. Like it's right. It I think I gave there. it nine and a half. Yeah. 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 I mean, but I understand everything you're saying. So it's and uh, yeah. and nine and a half is even if you were going by a different rule of numbers right. is fairly right. seven ish year or <laughs> you know somewhere in that yeah. area. But yeah, sure. but I don't think that it's the best yeah. picture. I don't think that it could even be the best right. picture no matter what it did and. It, obviously, that's true because what else could it do? It was great at everything. Right, every time. So, anyway, that's six for me is Catching Fire, the second Hunger Games film. That one came really I close to was, being on my list too. I was surprised when I started shuffling films around that it wouldn't come off my list right. because I remember how much fun it was, how good of an adaptation it was, how hard its job was to right. literally tell that volume story. And how great it did across the board. Right. And I was just like, I don't. This can't crack my top five. There's no way it's better. When I think about these films above it, is it as good? No. Right. But it's better than the bottom five. Right. And I had so much fun with it, and I was really surprised how much I liked it and we liked it, because I wasn't sure, you know, not that my my grade matters on what you think of it, but right. I thought it might be one where I was really liking it and you weren't. But we were pretty sold on that. Right. That, so that one uh, six is maybe the most surprising entry into my list of right. all of them. I think that for me is uh, like I have if if our list goes on to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I have right. I have three movies and I know exactly where they are even, but this one for me is uh, would be right below Nebraska. Like yeah. Nebraska would be eleven. This would and that's cool. I can't believe how much I liked it either. Yeah. And so, okay, what what number are we on now? Six. Yes, I have to rattle my papers. My six is Inside Berlin Davis. Yeah. That's cool. And that one, that's a movie that you know when we reviewed it, you were a bit stronger yeah. uh, on it. But you know that's a movie that really kind of just hung with me for yeah. weeks. And as time went on, you know that one kind of. It, it it didn't even really get a higher rating. It yeah. just I liked it more. Right. You know, right. You know so yeah. but six was kind of as high as I could I could get it though because yeah. I still have a little problem with something. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and I know which ones we can But anyway, yeah, so that's six. Five for me is Prisoners. And that was a film that stayed with me all I mean, I I feel like I watched it in February. We watched it in Oh, we watched it in October. Right. You feel like you with me because I've thought about it. You've so had much. so much of a relationship with it. I have. I've <laughs> thought about it so much. It feels like it was with me a long time. And the only reason I can't put it higher, this was what I alluded to with the podcast, is that I can tell you the films above it didn't make the mistake that Prisoners made, even though I thought about it more. I thought about having Prisoners a stupid ending. Is that it didn't <laughs> nail the ending. Right. And that for me, it didn't matter. But I understand why it does matter. Right, like right. in the in the rating of the film, it doesn't matter. Putting it on a list, it has to matter. Right. Because the other films nail their endings. Right. And even though no film, much like the reciprocal, which is Star Trek, you know, I didn't think about another film in a negative way more. I haven't thought about a film all year the way I thought about Christmas. Right. And, and that's weird that it's number. And uh, and because people ask us this a lot, and yeah. we even talk about it a lot, uh, whether or not we have differences. Yeah, and when we when we yeah, right. review movies, a lot of times it seems like we're really close, close and, yeah. and we get a lot of questions throughout the year. People ask us about that, 
And uh, see, this one is not even in my yeah, anywhere. No. I, right. I I think you gave it like a four, and I gave it like an eight. It was right. it was a big cause it was the a big eight movie. the ending, and it was all the ending really I made know. it horrible for me. And and ultimately, the movie still is really right. good. And not only that, but this is one of the weirdest movies for me, where the ending seriously pissed me off. Yeah. Right. I still would tell anyone to go see right. it. I mean, it's it's that it's a stuff. crazy movie. But That's so, what five. number is that? Five. Five. Yeah. One more quick. My five is before. Yeah. Which was uh, just crazy. Yeah. Uh, awesome for the third movie in a series. I don't even know. This is a tricky one because I know some people are saying that it's like the best one. Yeah. And some people are saying that thing just keeps getting better. And I don't know if I can quite go there because I right. love the first one so much. Yeah. Even when the Me second too. one came yeah. out, nothing, the second one came out and one. I still loved the second one. Right. And I'm just like amazed that it could be that good, that you could have that much space. And people who are in the know, right, the uh, Critics' Choice Awards gave uh, them right. all a special award, yeah. the Genius Award or whatever crazy award it was, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, for, like, the whole trilogy, spanning so many years and still, like, coming back together and, and doing being apart for so long and nailing everything so well and having yeah. such a great story. And, uh, but I, I still don't know if I can I can yeah. get either of them past the first one. I still love right. the first one it's so amazing. much. It's That's how first ones are. Our yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But, right. but anyway, that's, that's my five. Uh, four for me is Twelve Years a Slave. So I mean, we've talked a bunch about it. It's, it's only like three spaces it's not that difference. Big. It's not that it was it was at one point number two, and for me, I think it could still slide back and forth a little bit. There's a little valuability there, but for me, even though like what you said rings true, it, it it's just it's one of these films that just grabs you by the throat and holds you and shows you everything you've already seen just better than you've seen it before. I think it's right. I think there. I think there are uh, legitimate points to sure. be made that it, I see it both ways. that it does things yeah. even better than they've been done yeah. before. And but that was mine. That was my four. Okay, at, four, for you. Uh, four for me is American Hustle. And mm-hmm. at at this point, this is the point at which yeah. I think our may diverge. I don't know. Yeah. But, no. but um, yeah, four for me was American Hustle, and there was. Uh, I always say, if you, if you listen to the show a lot, and uh, thank you very much, but I always say, for individual movies, I will say, you know, I wanted to rate it higher, but I couldn't, or yeah. I wanted to rate it worse, or part of me wanted to do this. You know, there are equal parts of me that want this to be higher and lower yeah. on my list, yeah. but that's where it ended up. Yeah. But I, I really loved it. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, three for me is Inside Lone. Okay. I just, I had so much fun with it. We've got like a three-step. Yeah, it's it's move on our yeah. list. Yeah, that's kind of cool because that was uh, some of the stuff that the scene specifically you didn't like, I didn't mind. And right, I just thought it was another fun Coen Brothers film. Right, and man, I <clears throat> yeah, he was so good. He's so crazy. So three and, for you. Okay, three for me is uh, Francis Ha. Yeah, I think I can pretty much predict the rest of your list. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I I know you know what the first one is. Oh yeah, and you're probably Start pretty clear on what. The so we'll yeah, three for me is Francis Han. Man, I have loved this movie for so long. Yeah, and uh, no one else, uh, has, no one else agrees <laughs> yeah. that it exists at all. Yeah. Although at least uh, Greta Gerwig got a nomination right. for which was uh, cool. Cool enough. 
Yeah, but it's it's weird how that movie that there's a weird thing with uh, being a famous enough director that you could you, you, you could get noticed for anything right. and and slipping out a really small indie type thing and and going yep see no one notices right <laughs> it just funny. doesn't matter that's funny all right what's your uh, two number two your for two me was her. Oh really? That's I, uh, that's like, exactly the same as me. Is it? I had a lot of fun with it. Just surprisingly, how much I. Re- it's surprising how much I forgot that Joaquin Phoenix is as good as he is. Right. And remembered it very quickly. So. Right. And and in a really weird role that, um, you know what's funny? And I just found this out. So this is really weird. Yeah. Is because uh, you would think I would know this, but the whole movie was completely done before Scarlett Johansson was yeah. in, in it. Somebody else... Yeah, that's weird. Somebody named Samantha, who I can't remember. Right. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head, but uh, the whole movie was completely done, and uh, during like the editing, uh, it, it I don't know why the decision was yeah. made, but like, something was not perfect about it, right. and Scarlett Johansson came in... <clears throat> And revoiced the whole thing. Yeah. And, and then you can bring in a new person and not have to shoot anything. Right. <laughs> which is how great is that? Which is just bizarre. Yeah. So, it, so uh, Joaquin Phoenix is playing the whole movie. Right. With nothing to oh, wow. nothing yeah. to do with her. Right. Like, that seems more bizarre. He, the whole yeah. movie was shot. That seems perfect. He was done doing everything. That actually fits this He, he movie did everything that happened, and yeah. then they bring her in, and she voices right. it in. But, really but yeah, I I just love that movie so it's much. Great. There's a lot in that movie that is just why I like movies. Yeah. I mean, that, it, that you can do crazy things, that you can have... And be true to them. ...strange statements, yeah. and that you can run everything, and that's another point that you bring up a lot... Um, that's not the sort of thing that people would obviously bring up about this movie. But one of the things you bring up a lot is in a sci-fi movie or a fantasy movie or something crazy, if you're going to have some X mm-hmm. that exists in your sci-fi world, yeah. then you have to actually create a world and stick to it and, and make it whole around that thing existing. Yeah. And a lot of times, that is not what happens. Uh, yeah, because, because you'll be watching a sci-fi movie and you'll go, but we, they have those. Hey, why don't they do that? Why would they, right. why would they do that, right? This is one. And in this movie, it's really true. Yeah. It's not a crazy thing, so it doesn't stand out. Like, no. people have lightsabers or whatever. Right, right, right. But, but where it all comes together in yeah. the advancements in technology and everything happens as though that really it is how like it works. It looks like it's years right. away. Well, parts of it three or four years away, man. It looks so crazy, like how close it could be. And that was one of the believable factors. Part, all of it. parts of it do, except that the ways that it has changed, yeah, the world has actually changed right. because of them. Right. And it's and it's so cool it to watch, right. Okay, what's your so that was uh, your number two? That was my number two. Okay, the big the big surprise. my number one is a waste of time. Well, everyone knows what it is. So is mine. <laughs> it's the Wolf of Wall Street. Shut up. What? You uh, don't it. even talk. It, it's not on anyone. No, all right. It was American Hustle. I, I thought American Hustle was. The I didn't. I I didn't think you were going to go that high with that one yeah. until it became obvious that it had and not been mentioned others, yet. Right. Right. All the others were weeded out, and you're like, I right. guess I know that one. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I actually thought going in, you know, if we rewinded our 
themselves a couple of weeks or something. Yeah, I, I didn't. I thought you would be more on. You know, that was in the six to ten range yeah. and try and figure out where it was. I I thought for a long time. I literally when I made my lists and I've made them before this week. Like it's they've been kind of done already. I really fought hard to put prisoners in the top two. I couldn't right. do it. Right. Because again, prisoners. Like I said, I thought about it more than anything. I just couldn't do it. It just they just didn't have everything in the end. American Hustle for me was as nearly perfect as a perfect story because it nails the ending, great characters, a action pacing, all and the it, stuff is And there. it knows exactly what it's trying yeah. to do. And you know, even that even that movie has a few flaws for me. Yeah. Um, and I can see them. Like uh, the weird thing where she's singing yeah, all of a sudden. I know. That was just painful for me. Mm-hmm. But still, it it really does. Right just come together so yeah. well it's like you know nothing can really be perfect right. and and right. for what it's uh, trying to do it knows what it wants to do and it does it yeah and it just nails it. my number one is about time right and, <laughs> and no one's going to agree with me and no. <laughs> no one's surprised to hear it but it's easy enough i just i loved that movie it yeah. was so fun and I, I don't know it just did it what it wanted to do it's exactly the same story it knew exactly what it wanted to be mm-hmm. and it was exactly that yeah. and, and it was and it was great and everyone in it um, was like awesome in yeah. the smallest moments like for me uh, one of the things stands out the best is Bill Nye in that mm-hmm. movie because so because he's exactly where he should be yeah he's not too much he's not too little even in like the smallest scenes where even when he has a chance to be more than what he is he oh goes yeah back. he goes right. subtle instead of pop. Yeah. right and it's and it's exactly for, for whatever it's worth before I saw frozen about time was my time it was on uh, it was my just miss my right. just well you finish about time before I go to the just miss. No, that's good. We've we've spent enough time, and uh, I've covered yeah. that movie anyway. And it doesn't matter because no one else is number one in the whole world. So no. <laughs> my, my just the things that just missed were about time, rush, all is lost, oblivion, um, and then the bunch of things that were just filling things out, like the butler, Captain Phillips, Elite. Right, or, right. Or the, uh, the Wolverine. And at that point, with the bottom five I just mentioned, all I was doing was looking at what my grade for them was and then realizing, do they have a spot? Right, exactly. But really, it was rush about time, all is lost in oblivion. Yeah. And and they, those could have easily been seven through ten for me. Right. Uh, my, and, and all of those uh, solid movies. Yeah. And, and fall in line with my just missed. My just missed list is uh, Nebraska and Hunger Games, Rush, uh, The Book Thief, and uh, you know, I I have, if, if we really broaden out, I would have The Butler, but um, yeah. Philomena, and then there's just a ton of good movies. Yeah. And you know, there are a, a lot of movies that came out. All of those movies are kind of in the realm of people are talking about them. Right. Another movie that I wanted to mention that I was just bombed that there was not really a way I could justify it is World War Z. Yeah. I, I mean, I had it on my list. Because I really liked that movie. Yeah. And it just, it's not enough to really, you know, go into the you know, realm of where people are going to be talking yeah. about it, but it was really good. In if a you haven't seen year, it, it's worth catching. Yeah, in a weak year, that could have been 10. Right. About time would have easily been nine or seven, but I mean, in right. a really weak year, I would have had that. But I had it on my just missed because I was like, rated it really high. I can't put this above the others, but man, 
I had a lot of fun with it. So, right. Okay. All right. Well, that was much too long, but uh, thanks, thanks for, for thanks for staying with us. Yeah. And uh, I I would really love if uh, hear from everybody. if we could get like a lot of we got a lot of emails. I would love to maybe in a couple of weeks have kind of half the show yeah. be all the movies that people think right. should have been what or shouldn't have been How or whatever. Exactly. Or... We'll we'll have a, a whole uh-huh. <laughs> a whole recap of response. Um, but we're going to uh, let you go. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and uh, I think we'll just jump ship and yeah. and uh, subscribe, share, tell yeah. all your friends, and we will see you next week. Yeah, bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.